glorify your son that your son may glorify you. Do you recall Ken? Where's Ken? Ken's prayer. Ken, are you here today? There you are. Thank you. Ken, you had a, a word about two or three weeks ago now. I can't remember. Um, but I do remember the, the picture that God gave you of a, of a clock. And the hands of the clock were at 12 o'clock. And God had begun to speak to me about this. Your hour has come. Mossel Bay, uh, Josh Jen Mossel Bay, your hour has come. And when Ken brought that, I said, yes, Lord, thank you. Thank you. That's real confirmation in my spirit. I believe God has given me a prophetic, a prophetic word for us today, a message for each one of us here um, individually and also for Josh Jen across the nation and the nations. So let's have some fun. I'd love you to personalize this word today. Embrace it, take it for yourself. But let's start and have some fun, if I may, Emsley, if you don't mind, if the elders don't throw me out. But what I'd love us to do is um, for you to call out your name. So when I, when I lift my arm like this, will you call out your name? Okay, will you do that? Should we practice? I didn't hear any nicknames. God knows your nickname. You can actually use your nickname too. <laughs> your hour has come for revival. Can you hear yourself talking to yourself? Your hour has come for revival. Your hour has come to release the love and power of God. Your hour has come for the anointing of God upon your life. Your hour has come for the, the breakthrough of God in your life. Your hour has come to become that breakthrough and blessing for others and in their lives. Do you believe that today? Do you want to live in that today? I want to build on a, on a foundation that's already been laid, and that's a, a foundation of truth, the truth that will help us to receive what God is saying and to flow in what he's saying and what he desires to release amongst us. And it's going to, I believe, start today. It's already begun in worship. It's already started. God's already started a work amongst us. But my desire and the the uh, word that God placed within me was, was learn to live in this. It's not just for the moment. It's, it's beginning today and learn to live in this place of the outpouring of my spirit. Learn to live as I increase my presence, increase my glory amongst you. Begin to live in it. And my concern is that that we only take hold of his presence for a moment or every Sunday, but that we don't embrace it and, and live in it daily in our lives. And that's God's plan. When he begins to move mightily, we need to hold on to him and we need to, to keep walking in his presence and in his power. When Jesus died on the cross, he conquered the enemy. 
And in conquering the enemy, he gave us victory. So the truth that I'd like us to build upon today is the truth of the cross. That Jesus died and he rose again. That we may have victory in our lives. That we may know victory in our lives. We may know and walk in the truth and in the fact that Jesus conquered the enemy on the cross. That victory that the cross gives us is in every area of our lives. It's not restricted to one particular area, but it's in all circumstances. Life's tough, we understand that. But in the midst of that, there is victory. Not because we say so or because we declare it, but it's the work of the cross. Jesus paid the price that we may have victory. Today is a day of victory for us. John 17, 1 to 26 is known as the greatest prayer that Jesus prayed. And he prayed this just prior to his death. Charles Spurgeon, I'm going to just lay a little foundation before we move on. But Charles Spurgeon says this about the prayer of Jesus. In the sacred record, however, much more space is taken up by our Lord's intercessions as he nears the end of his labors. After the closing supper, his public preaching work being ended and nothing remaining to be done but to die, he gave himself wholly to prayer. We heard about that earlier, giving ourselves to prayer. He was not again to instruct the multitude, nor to heal the sick. And in the interval that remained, before he could lay down his life, he girded himself for special intercession. He poured out his soul and life before he poured it out unto death. So as we read, as we read John 17, we see that Jesus prays sentences that are simple. But his ideas are deep. His ideas are moving and his ideas are meaningful. The prayer that Jesus prayed should be the same as we pray today. Four things that I see about this prayer that we need to take away today and embrace as we seek God for continued revival in our lives. Firstly, Jesus repeatedly directed his prayer to God the Father. Secondly, we recognize his concern for God's name. We recognize his concern for the work of God. We recognize his concern for keeping from evil. Does that, does that sound a gong? Those four points should be sounding a gong, if you like, a bell that rings in our hearts. So how does Jesus pray and how should we pray? In this prayer, Jesus voices the purpose of the Godhead. In this prayer, Jesus has the mind of God as he prays. In this prayer, Jesus prays the heart of God. He and God the Father were one in prayer. 
So let's look and see what Jesus prayed. And I only got, to, I only got up to the first part of, of this particular prayer. And I got stuck there. After Jesus said this, he lifted his head, he looked towards heaven, and he prayed, prayed for you and I. This was a typical, a typical posture of the Jews in, in those days. It indicates to us, though, as he looked towards heaven, it indicates to us that Jesus prayed with a, a sense of hope, not of doom and gloom, knowing that he was about to die on the cross. But he prayed with hope. He wasn't downcast in his prayer. Jesus prays this prayer for you and I. With hope, in faith, and in confidence, and in victory. The prayer starts with a conviction that Jesus states in John chapter 16, verse 33. These things I've spoken to you, that in me you should have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage, for I have overcome the world. That speaks of victory for you and I. We can take that scripture home today. We can embrace it with an understanding that Jesus has overcome the world. We are a victorious people. Let's park that one side just for a moment. Let's look at what impact and meaning does this all have for you and I today? What impact does this prayer of Jesus have for Josh Jen today? Jesus prayed with hope, with faith, with confidence, and in victory, with you and I in mind. He prayed for us to rise up. Someone said, wake up today. Remember that? He prayed for us to rise up with the understanding of this victory and that we would become all that God the Father had planned for you and I. We know the scripture so well that, that we created for God's purpose and for his pleasure, that the, he has plans to, to prosper us not to harm us, to bring us into the fullness of what he wants for us. Today is the day to arise in that. Today is the day of breakthrough. Jesus was well aware of Isaiah's prophecy in, in Isaiah chapter 64, verse 3, which reads, For when you did awesome things that we did not expect, you came down and the mountains trembled before you. I believe that God is about to do awesome things amongst us. Things that we have not expected him to do. He's promised us that in his word. Do you recall a few weeks ago, um, Emsley was saying, you remember when Nadine was here, and at the end, as he was uh, just finalizing that particular morning with us, Emsley said this, 
God has done things amongst us that we did not expect. Do you recall that at all? I listened very intently to hear what God was saying and what was happening. And those words stuck in my heart. God will, wants to continue, continue doing that. The things that God is about to do will shake the evil forces of this nation. When God pours out his power in a mighty way, which he will do and is doing, the sin of this nation will be broken. Men and women will fall to their knees and begin weeping before God and asking God for forgiveness of their sin. That's what I believe God is going to do and is about to do. The breaking through in Mossel Bay where people bow their knees before our God and say, Jesus, I am so sorry for my sin. I see what, what I've been doing and how I've been living my life. Jesus prayed with faith. We must pray this with faith. Let's keep praying and expecting for a mighty move of the Spirit of God in Mossel Bay and beyond. Our fight is not against flesh and blood, although sometimes we'd like it to be. Sometimes we'd like it to be, but our fight is not against flesh and blood. Amen? It's against powers and principalities. God is going to bring this nation to their knees in repentance. We proclaim it. We prophesy it. It's going to begin here in Mossel Bay. It's going to begin here today. It's already begun today. He's looking for a people that will rise up to that. People that will be stirred in their hearts in faith. The Apostle Paul picked up on Isaiah's prophecy and proclaimed in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. But just as it is written, things which eye has not yet seen and ear not heard and which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those that love him. Do you love him today? Then this is for you. This prayer is for you. His word is for now. It's a today word. It's for this moment. It's not for only for tomorrow and the next year and the next year and the next year. He's wanting us to live in the moment now. To live in the truth now. Jesus knows that the enemy has come to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus has given us victory. Jesus declared victory for us. The real reason for dying on the cross was that we may know the Father and that we may have victory in serving our God. Victory over, over death and victory over sin. Victory over the sin in, in Mossel Bay. Victory in our lives to, 
to, to walk in the way Jesus Christ has called us to walk. That others may look and see, bow their knee to Jesus. Say, I want this Jesus that you have. The cross ensured that we have victory. Our hour has come to walk in this victory. I declare that prophetically over us this morning. I declare that prophetically over Mossel Bay and over this nation that the hour has come for us to walk in this victory. The hour has come to, to draw a line in the sand and to declare to the enemy, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Let's declare that prophetically over the this, this city of ours. Let's declare it now to the enemy. In Jesus' name, enough is enough. We draw a line in the sand and we say from this day on, people will bow their knee to Jesus Christ. They will not be influenced by the work of the demonic forces that try to steal, to kill, and to rob in Mossel Bay. We break the power of the enemy in Jesus' name, and we rise up in victory. We rise up and declare that Jesus is King, Jesus is Lord of our city. The hour has come to declare to the world out there that they too can walk in this victory. The hour has come to walk in the power and the purposes and the plans of God. Declare that to yourself today. My hour has come to walk in the plans and the purposes of the living God. Amen. Amen. Our hour has come to walk in the authority and the anointing of God. Repeat that after me. My hour has come to walk in the authority and the anointing of God, which is upon my life. The hour has come for me to release His authority over the city. The hour has come for me to release God's anointing over people's lives in my city. Amen. Amen. Will you rise up to that? Will you begin to do it? In Jesus' name. I like that. I like that. Your spirit's there. Your body's following. Praise God. The hour has come to walk in the blessing and the breakthrough of God. Declare it with me, please. The hour has come for me to walk in the blessing and the breakthrough of God. The hour has come to pull down the prayers of heaven into our lives. The hour has come to reveal the glory of Jesus, the King of heaven and earth. The hour has come to bring the glory 
and give God the honor in our lives and in this city. Help us, Jesus, to usher in your glory. As you've been amongst us this morning, Lord, we know that you're not yet finished with us. We know, Lord, but we want to get ready. We want our hearts to be ready. We want a foundation for you to build on. The hour has come to rise up and to proclaim the name of the risen king in this city. Church, will you rise up today in Jesus' name? Will you rise up in the authority that is upon your life today in Jesus' name? I've had on my heart for days now that there are leaders that are sitting in this church that God is not finished with yet. He's not finished with, Dave, I need to spend time with you, please. I need to spend time. Let's connect afterwards and let's make an arrangement, please. God is not finished with there's leaders in this church that God is not yet finished with. There's work to be done. There's work to be done. I thought I was coming to retire. I can't retire. I don't want to retire. God's put a passion in my heart for his name. A passion in, in my heart to see people saved. A passion in my heart to raise up leaders and see leaders and people rising up and fulfilling the calling of God in their lives. That's why we're born. That's why we're here. We're not here by chance. God has a purpose and a plan. Rise up in that today. In Jesus' name, I want to say, leaders, it's time to get off your seat. It's time to get off your seat. And if we can help in any way we can, um, Emsley, Mornay, elders, I want, us to, I want us to serve you guys. Those leaders that are there, whatever your circumstance is, whatever it is, yes, I've been twisted by the church myself, broken by the church myself, but you know what? I love Jesus and I love his church. We have to just move on. We gotta move on and serve our king for this is the hour. This is the hour. This is our hour to love our God and to show him that we love him. Amen. Amen. There are people here today, there's a calling of God on your life. There are people here today that, that you know, you, you just want to serve God. You, you want to be a leader. You don't know how. We want to serve you. We want to help you. We want you to come into the fullness of God. Their gifts are today. You don't know how to exercise your gifts. You don't know if you've got a gift. We want to pray with you. We want to release you into that. We want God to come and to, to show you what your gift is, that you may rise up in that gift and in that anointing. The hour has come, church. The hour has come. Are we going to delay any longer? Are we going to say, Jesus, you can come and visit us next year? It's not convenient this year. Or are we going to say, Lord, today is the day. This is the hour. We believe it, Lord. This is the hour for revival. This is the hour for God to burn in our hearts. This is the hour for the flame of Jesus to be ignited and burn brightly that we can run into the city with him, run into the nation with him, run into the nations of the earth with him. This is the hour. This is the hour. Time is short. The hands are at 12 o'clock, Ken. 
12 o'clock in your life too. Rise up in Jesus' name. Rise up and preach the word, Ken. Preach the word. Tell the people, warn the people that this is the hour. Your hour has come for the fire of God. Say to your neighbor, your hour has come for the fire of God. Today is the day. Today is the day. Will you rise up with me today and trust God to usher in a mighty move of God in Mossel Bay. This is God's heart for us. This is God's plan for us. And so thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you for your truth, Lord. Thank you that you want to move amongst us. You want to continue working in our hearts now. Thank you, Father. And I just want to ask those if there is someone in here that doesn't know Jesus. Anyone here that doesn't know Jesus. You've never bowed your knee and said, Jesus, I want you as Lord and as Savior of my life. I want to acknowledge what you did on the cross for me. I want to repent of my sin. If there's anyone here, I want, don't want you to leave today, please. I want you to raise your hand right now that I might see it, please. Raise your hand high if that's you. You want to say, Jesus, I submit my life to you today. Anybody never done that before? Is there anyone that's never done that before? Okay. I want to pray for Christians now. Those that you've sensed that God wants to do a breakthrough. You want the fire of God. You sense that there's a breakthrough coming. I'd like you to stand to your feet too, please. We're going to pray for that breakthrough. I want to pray for specifically if you have a prayer, uh, you have a, uh, a burning desire for revival. I'm going to ask you to come and stand in the front here, please. God's been talking to you about revival, about using you in this revival. Then I want you to come and stand right in the front. I want you to catch the anointing of God. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Just want to honor those that are standing standing in, the, in their seats there. I want to pray for you first. Father, I want to thank you. Thank you, Lord. Father, you know the breakthrough that's required in each life that stands before you today. Father, I pray for that breakthrough in Jesus' name. Thank you that you have already given us the breakthrough because of the work of the cross. We already have been given victory and authority in this situation. And so we receive it today in Jesus' name. And we say thank you. Thank you for that breakthrough. Thank you for that anointing on our lives. The anointing which breaks the yoke. Yoke be broken by the anointing of God in Jesus' name. We receive that today in our lives, Lord. We say thank you. We just continue, Lord, to enjoy your presence. We continue to, to 
to receive your breath, the breath of heaven upon the flames in our heart. Lord, I want to pray for these flames, these, these flames that I see in these hearts today, a flame of revival, a flame to see your name go forth in power and authority. And Father, I want to thank you for that. Thank you, Lord. Won't you come and breathe upon us? Come and breathe upon us. Just receive, receive the breath of heaven upon that flame. Let that flame burn brightly, Lord Jesus, that we may go from this place telling those about the love of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Can I have the music group up, please? Let's just continue worshiping. Let's just worship God. Just stay where you are. Just enjoy the presence of God. Let the Holy Spirit now begin to, begin to just solidify what is already begun and what he's doing. Let him just continue to establish his, his heart in our lives. Flip, there's a calling of God on your life for something. It's, it's not over yet. In Jesus' name, I, I declare the purposes of God to be fulfilled completely in your life, in your life today. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be restored in the name of Jesus. I pray for his heart. I pray for his mind, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, that his mind would be renewed by the word of God. There is victory for you in Jesus' name. We thank you for that healing, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Let him run with your word. Let him run with your word, Lord. Pray, Lord, that each one of us here would run with your word. Run with your word. Thank you, Jesus. Let's sing. Let's worship God. Let's worship God. and Let him be, be God amongst us. Continue to do that work. Thank you. Thank you.
Yeah. 